Worshipful brethren, brethren all, welcome to Freemasonry in seven minutes or less. In this episode, Brother Earnshaw will be reading from a paper, The Broken Link in British Masonic Kings and Princes. Over to you. Thank you. Um, this talk uh, mainly refers to the kings of Britain and particularly to Prince Albert. The first royal grand master of Freemasonry was George, Prince of Wales, and later Prince Regent. Uh, se uh, from he was installed in 1790 and, and served until 1813, and later became King George the Fourth in 1830. Uh, he's famous in London because we have the Regent Street and Regent's Park are named after him. Uh, he was succeeded by his younger brother, William, becoming William IV, who was also a Mason. William IV was succeeded by Victoria, who was the daughter of another son of the King George III. She married Prince Albert of Saxe-Coburg and Gotha. Uh, he was not a Mason, um, but his father, Ernest I, sovereign duke of Saxe-Coburg-Gotha, uh, was not a king, he was actually had sovereign powers over his lands. But Albert's older brother, Ernest II, also Duke of Saxe, Coburg and Gotha, was a Mason. So um, Albert had masonry uh, from his grandfather and from his own brother, but some reason he didn't take, take uh, to join in the craft. Uh, Albert, no, Queen Victoria and her husband, Albert, they're actually first cousins. And in the UK, marriage between first cousins is not a problem. And nearly 3% of all marriages are, in fact, between first cousins. However, in America, it's different because it is still illegal in about half of the US states. Uh, Prince Albert died in 16, uh, sorry, 1861, and uh, we have etchings from that time showing that Masons used to wear colourful clothes, uh, even up until the 1830s. So perhaps the move to wearing black clothes uh, was done in respect to Queen Victoria's mourning. Mm, that makes so, sense. Yeah. So why didn't Albert join Freemasonry? Uh, in the Freemasons monthly magazine of 1853, it states, Prince Albert, and as the order may entertain hopes that the young and promising prince, when of sufficiently ripe age, uh, at the time he was 34, uh, he will tread in the steps of his royal and ducal ancestry and join and patronize our order. However, uh, in a book called Queen Victoria's Other World by Peter Underwood, it states, Prince Albert was not a Freemason and one of Queen Victoria's letters mentions that he actually disliked Freemasonry. So what happened since then? Well, as I mentioned, Queen Victoria's father, William IV was a Mason. And Victoria's eldest son, King Edward VII, one of nine children, 
was Grand Master of the United Grand Lodge. However, uh, his son, George V, was not, was, a, was not a Mason, neither was his grandson, King Edward VIII. But the following king, which would be King Edward's great-grandson, uh, King George VI, was a Mason. King George VI uh, is the father of Queen Elizabeth, who married Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, who is a Mason, though it seems that he is not active in blue masonry, though he is active in the fraternity of the Royal Ark Mariner, which has been under the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge of Mark Master Masons since 1871. And in England, the current Mark Grandmaster is Prince Michael of Kent, a first cousin of Elizabeth. This connection of Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh, to the Royal Ark Mariner was probably due to his background in the Navy. Um, continuing from here, Prince Charles is not a Mason, neither are his children, Princes William and Harry. Uh, the current Grand Master of the United Grand Lodge is Prince Edward, Duke of Kent, who is also a first cousin to Elizabeth. So in total, uh, six kings of Britain and one con consort, Duke of Edinburgh, have been Masons. Only three have not been Masons. The current monarchy shows no inkling of joining Freemasonry, and in the future we may see another lost opportunity to promote the craft with a noble brother at our head. So that is the current situation. Why Prince Albert with masonry in his family did not continue uh, to become a mason, that's is interesting. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Any ideas? <laughs> no, I am. Um... I suppose. Um, well, I'm just trying to think what kind of influences would have had in his life external to the UK, which would have prevented him from, from joining the lodge. I suppose it's just a just a, a busy chap, busy with yeah. with, um, with, so, with the empire. Um, if you're familiar with uh, London, he built up most of the South Kensington area with the. Mm. Uh, museums there, Royal Albert Hall, for example, mm -hmm. yeah, and yeah, the, uh, yes, and the Albert and Victoria Museum. And he also uh, established the, the Royal, uh, the exhibition, I forget which one it is, the exhibition of, it would have been 1850 or so, and where countries all around the world exhibited their wares and uh, inventions. And um, I th think, I believe I'm right in saying that the, the statue of uh, Prince Albert in front of the Royal Albert Hall actually says that um, he made a several thousand pounds profit <laughs> from this exhibition, which was um, something to be proud of, I suppose. Interesting. <laughs> I suppose his philanthropic work would have been in the institutions which he created during yeah. that time. So I think yes. Freemasonry may not have been as necessary for him to engage in such activities. So he probably mm. probably didn't need to get, get involved. Mm. I mean, Freemasonry is 
often about the people that you know. Um, yes. So if you know people who, who give a good impression of Freemasonry, uh, that is quite often a, um, uh, how shall I say, um, a <clears throat> impetus to join the craft. Like my mm -hmm. grandfather um, was a, an officer at the Grand Lodge of England, United right. Grand Lodge, and he was very much into Freemasonry. And so that left a strong impression upon me. Yeah, my, so perhaps yeah, my Prince Albert, Prince Albert, you know, who was living with uh, the Queen, Queen Victoria, probably didn't have that um, uh, mm. influence, male influence around him. You know, and it just sure. didn't happen. My stepfather's influence was a big reason I joined the lodge. He was a yep. very active community member and charity, charity mm. minded individual. Just, a, just a good chat. So that was one of my reasons for joining. So Great. yes, he probably didn't have that around him. Yeah, interesting, yep. interesting point. Well, that's, well, thank you, thank you for that, brother. I'm sure that was very informative, <laughs> and um, and that just about brings this episode to a close. If you have any questions, please email on the link below. We now part on the square, and we'll meet soon. Thank you, and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>